This week on Inside Motorsport, we look at the two biggest open wheel motor racing events in the world, the Monaco Formula One Grand Prix and the Indianapolis 500. I hope you'll stay with us. First to Indy because it is the biggest single day payout for any open wheel driver and Elio Castro Nevis has become a three-time winner of the famed race at the Brickyard. His year starting off with turbulence, not being able to make races because of a tax fraud investigation and court case, which he was acquitted from. Castro never sat on the pole for the month of May and eventually took the 15th win for his team owner, Roger Penske, becoming a three-time winner. And the question's being asked now, how many times? Can Ilio Castro Nevis win the 500 mile race at Indianapolis? Jack Aroot from ABC Television had the opportunity to speak to Ilio in an emotional pit lane. And now to the cheers and the accolades. Elio Castroneves, a three-time Indianapolis 500 champion. And I didn't have to make you cry. Winning made you cry. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I just, um, I think my tears speak for, uh, they speak for everything, you know. Uh, what a great, what a great, great team. Um, I just have to thank, uh, first of all, Lord, to give me this opportunity to be strong, to have a family that I have, and uh, obviously I have to thank uh, Roger, Team Penske, Cindric, my guys. Uh, they, Philip Morris, obviously all the associates, Verizon, and everybody, because they gave my life back. And um, I'm here today because of those guys. And obviously, fans, you guys, you guys don't understand. You guys, you guys kept me strong. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. I'm honored to have a fans like you. Thank you so much. Let's celebrate now. Yeah, baby. Woo! Woo! I, I do want to ask you one question. In the middle of the race, Elio, you kind of were, were not with the lead pack. You had to you had to exercise an awful lot of patience. What were the conversations like between you and Tim Sindrick? First of all, uh, we're having all sorts of problems with the radio since the beginning of the race. And then uh, uh, we have a little issue with the gearbox on the pit stops. Uh, it was getting in neutral. I have to uh, change the for a mechanical. And finally, towards the end, I mean, we're just feeling the car. I didn't touch anything on the car at all. So basically, it was a long race. We're just taking it easy. It was just, it was good actually because behind I knew what I need to do. But once I got in the front, it was never looked back. So, uh, oh boy, what a day! I mean, uh, this uh, this place is magical, Jack. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, uh, it was a tough, it was a tough beginning of the season, but. Uh, Things are starting falling into place. I, this is the best month of May ever. So uh, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, in the Indy Racing League, it's just awesome. So um, I'm, I'm so, so honored to be part of this, especially this team. So um, wow, three, can't believe it. Number three. <laughs> to Monaco, and it was emotional scenes there as Jensen Button took his first ever Monaco Formula One Grand Prix win from the pole. It was the first time a British driver had won the race from the pole since Jackie Stewart in 1973. Jensen was naturally thrilled with the performance of this Braun GP team, which has gone from strength to strength and picked up their third 1-2 finish of the season. Um, I got off the line clean and um, had Rubens behind and uh, Rubens had problems with his rear tyres and I was able to, to pull a gap and 
it really didn't change much from there except for traffic and, and the normal Monaco things where the walls just seem to get closer and closer <laughs> the further you get into the race. Um, but yeah, uh, an outstanding weekend. Um, the team have been fabulous and uh, I think we've proven this weekend that we've... Uh, our package has worked and um, I think we're looking very strong for the next few races. So this, this victory is massive for us, I think, uh, at this point of the season. Well, Jensen, when the tar covers came off on the grid, the Brawns were on the soft tyre at the start, unlike your other major competitors. And in some ways, that's where you won the race, nine seconds by the end of that first stint and everybody else having trouble on that, on that slightly softer tyre. Well, yeah, I was surprised when uh, the covers came off and most people were on prime tyres, the harder of the two. Um, we never thought twice about it, really, um, running the option tyre. And to the end of the stint, I did start struggling with a bit of oversteer, not, like, not quite as bad as Rubens did, but um, I started struggling and my times weren't quite good enough, and that's why they called me in and, uh, and stuck the prime tyres. And the prime tyres work really well around here, and uh, we expected the softer too, as it normally does when we come here, but uh, the prime tyre was, was, was the race tyre, so yeah. You descriptively said as the walls got nearer, the shadows got longer too as the sun starts to fall. Those last 15, 20 laps of Monaco when you know the only thing between you and victory is something that can go wrong. Just talk us through your mindset at that point. Yeah, it's, it's very, a very strange feeling um, because you, you start backing off a little bit and uh, in reality, um, as it's been said many times before, it is the worst thing to do because you start thinking. Then you start thinking about, if I get this to the end, I'm going to win in Monaco. You know, and uh, it's the worst thing to do. I started backing off, and uh, yeah, so much was going through my mind. And it's not that you're not thinking about driving, but there's a part of your mind that's that's uh, that's thinking about something else. So I had to really concentrate. And um, the last two laps were were very enjoyable because I had a big enough gap. I knew nothing would go wrong with the car, and uh, I could I could sort of just drive around at my steady pace and just enjoy the moment because it's a very special moment uh, winning here in Monaco. An immaculate day for you. Congratulations, Jensen. Thanks. And Rubens, congratulations too to you. A great start. That defined your race to some extent and the one-two finish for the Braun Mercedes team. Started P3, but second into Sound of Oat and, and then a great drive from you too. Problem with the seatbelt in, in stint two. Yeah, I... Uh, once again, just like uh, Barcelona had a great start, I was able to, uh, to have a run on, on Kimi. Uh, and then I was running a tremendous pace. It was really, really good behind uh, behind Jensen, but possibly just too close because losing that little bit of aerodynamic, I was try I was sliding a little bit more with all the air in front, and I grained the rear tires. So from 16s, I was uh, started to do 20s, and um, and then Jensen was gaining like three to four seconds a lap, and that defined the race pretty much. I mean, if you if you start back, it defined the race yesterday because it's a it's a great. Uh, it's a great momentum going when you when you start from the front. But uh, I had a, a great weekend. Uh, the car was perfect the whole way through. It was a shame that we had the graining. On the second stint, my seatbelts started to get loose and loose, and I, I could hear going clank, clank, and uh, I was just uh, getting loose. So I had to so start driving differently. I had to send brakes to the front because when when you brake, you're just moving and uh, you 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 get to the pedal and you lock rear wheels more. So I had a great time. Really, it wasn't wasn't uh, as as easy as it looks from the outside so i'm uh, i'm proud of what uh, we achieved today as well you should be congratulations rubens and to the team as well and kimmy congratulations to scuderia ferrari marlborough third and fourth here a great return to form and pace beaten off the line by rubens let's talk about that and then and then your day thereafter uh, yeah i mean 
it's not the first time when I've been in the second place and always lose one one position on the start. It's, it just seems to be very slippery on that side. Plus, they were on a softer tyre, so definitely it helped on the start. So. <laughs> It was not the not the nice to see because I mean uh, we were faster than Rubens, but uh, there's no way uh, past him. So we lost a lot of time on beginning, and I mean that was the only chance to try to stay behind Jensen. And uh, and then uh, I had a little bit uh, longer second stint, but uh, I don't know what happened in the pit stop. But we lost a lot of time. The Rubens was still a long way ahead of me when I came out. So I mean. We have still work to do, to to be where we want to be, to fight for the first place. But uh, I mean, many small things changed changed this weekend because I mean, yesterday being in the first place probably would have gave us a better chance. But uh, I mean, we need to be happy after the very difficult uh, start of the season. The people has been working very hard at the factory and uh, in here at the circuit. So we improved the car pretty quickly uh, once uh, once we realized that uh, we can do something uh, different. Uh, on, uh, on, uh, in, in the rules so we need to be pretty happy what we achieved today uh, third and fourth is not bad uh, we should get some new new packets uh, again for next race and it should help so I mean I'm disappointed uh, definitely but um, in, in, in the situation we need to be a bit happy but uh, I'm, I'm not happy with the third place but uh, for the team it's, it's still a good good result thanks for being with us here on Inside Motorsport until next week keep smiling and bye for now Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.